Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Eat, Pray, Thought podcast. I am Savoy Jefferson, your host, your number one thought ally, your head doctress. Um, you know, a thought of tear. There are various titles that I've came up with. All of them start with that, of course, because it's the Ebrate That Show or the podcast. Ooh, Jesus. Okay, y'all. This time I got. So, first of all, I know the last couple of episodes I've been talking about how I haven't been getting sleep, but today I got sleep or whatever. It was by accident. <laughs> um, definitely fell asleep with the lights on in every room, but whatever. Um, but, you know, I'm well rested. I did my laundry. I went and got my feet done. I did some self care. You know, I got a haircut yesterday, so I'm extra cute. Um, if that's even actually, I rephrase that. I'm extra fine. Um, cute is for dogs. Um, like the niggas I date. Um, <laughs> it is episode 19, entitled The Baddest Bitch. So originally, I was going with this Christina Aguilera song, uh, Unless It's With You. This is really like, I, I, think it's, I think it might be my first dance song. But nonetheless, I was at Boozy Bounce yesterday and they played motherfucking Trina, the baddest bitch. And I was like, fuck that. No, t- episode 19 is going to be called the baddest bitch. So y'all know. I I always like to recite the lyrics that speak the most to me. So I would I like to start with this this particular lyric. All eyes on your riches. No time for the little dicks. You see the bigger the dick, the bigger the bank, the bigger the bins. A word. OK, a word. And then the, this particular verse. First of all, I would probably fuck your daddy if your mammy wasn't hating. Now, see, Trina, Trina just, she gets me, you know. Because to tell somebody I would probably fuck your daddy if your mammy wasn't hating. That's some bold ass shit. Anyways, this is episode 19, the baddest bitch. You know, Trina has been inducted twice over into the motherfucking bad bitch hall of fame it's little kim then there's trina then there's you know amber like my 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 go-to bad bitches um and really just the inspirations for the show so anyways our guest this week is an actor a stand-up comedian a tv writer every all thoughts please welcome Dwayne perkins <laughs> hello everyone hi i also really love trina look back at it is my, my favorite song. Oh, well, oh another <laughs> word. My favorite oh, fucking song. Would you like to tell us your favorite, li- your fairy lyric from Look oh, Back at yes, It? Yes, it's Look Back at It for what? I'm trying to concentrate on busting me a nut. And I was like, yes, girl, put yourself first. Prioritize your pussy. Prioritize. So, Dwayne, would you like to tell us anything about yourself? Anything? Any fun facts? Have you fucked today? Did you <laughs> fuck yesterday or anytime this week? Uh, no, I haven't had sex since Wednesday. Um, okay all right yeah you made it seem like you about to i thought you was about to say man long <laughs> you like wednesday it's it a long time uh <laughs> i was you haven't listened to the show <laughs> um fun fact about me nah i used to have a stutter that's a fun fact you used to have a stutter yeah for and then i had like speech Joe therapy stutter. for 15 years oh. like yeah i had a stutter cool where, uh, well not cool but i'm glad that you were able to no longer have a stutter yeah i prayed it away okay. that's how you know god loves the gay <laughs> amen a word mm-hmm. uh, as i always say god knows my heart and my pussy i mean he made it he should know it yeah. right right praise him okay any other fun facts you would like to tell us uh, i'm from chicago Okay. Moved to New York in January. Okay. It's been just okay. It's been just okay. Uh, 
that first year is always different. <laughs> I mean, it's getting used to a lot of abuse. Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. from the city itself. Yeah. It's uh, very, um, I always like to say that New York's like that dude that you've been dating on and off for like a year, two, three years, and he hasn't made you his girlfriend. And y'all keep breaking up, or your boyfriend in our case. Um, but y'all keep breaking up. But the sex is really good. But your mama and all your friends hate him. Oh my god, that's exactly what it's been like. Yeah, moving here has done wonders for my career, but my personal life, I'm just like, oh, be better. I'd be so sad. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd be lonely. Do you need a hug? No. Okay. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna I mean, you're getting dicks. So. Uh, I mean, I just need a friend. <laughs> Okay. Friends should be hard Cause like All my friends live far away Well you are in Queens Yeah I just moved there But I live Around a lot of families So like it's very peaceful Which is something that I needed since moving here Cause I lived okay. in Bushwick Previously And it was just always oh. It was just real busy Where'd you live in Bushwick? I lived right off the gate stop on the J oh. So it's like the edge of like bed time. I'm on Chauncey Oh, yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have said that because now 500 or so more people are going to know, kind of know where I stay. <laughs> but anyway. I mean, there could be perks to that. Or not. A word. I saw Selena. Um, I did invite a young man to stay at my Airbnb in LA. So when I go there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not sure it's going to happen, but you know, I invited him because <laughs> I need to someone to touch me in the morning. Um, and they <laughs> In the afternoon. Yes. <laughs> a word. <laughs> um, so, you know, you guys, we always start with, but well, we're, we start a new section, a new, um, ooh, a new, ooh, what's the fucking word? What's the word? Um, segment. Segment. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and I swear to God, I haven't been drinking today and I got to sleep. Um, because I don't really drink anyways. Anyway, start a new segment entitled Bussy Pep Talks, which is one reason why we love ourselves. For one reason, we're just super happy um, or thankful. So what is your Bussy Pep Talk for the, for the week? Uh, I am very thankful at myself for starting to dance again. So I was a dancer for 10 years. And okay. then I stopped dancing to pursue comedy. And uh, since moving here, like last week, I was like, I'm going to start doing dance again because I feel like I need something in my life that's not comedy. Okay. Uh and also, like, when I was a dancer, I had, like, the best body of my life. So okay. I'm trying to, like, get back there. Because I feel like if I look snatched, my life is just better. Okay. So uh, You snatched now, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank you. Bussy <laughs> pep talk. That comes a lot. No, you uh, look good, Dwayne. Thank you. Uh, but, yeah, that's, like, I'm really proud to, like, jump back in. And, um, and like, going to classes where people are, like, dope has been really humbling. Because mm-hmm. I've been killing it in comedy. Fuck all you basic bitches. No, yeah, <laughs> come on, all you, all you bitches is my son. Mm, happy Father's Day to me. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm proud to start that again. Okay, yeah. Good. I guess my bussy pep talk is because today I got, got up, I um, I meditated, I prayed, I went and got my my feet done, um, and then I journaled. I haven't done Ooh. a journal since literally my journal, my last journal entry was June second. So I did a, I did oh, some self care. Oh, oh no, of this of this month. Oh, that so, ain't that long ago. But I've been I was a journal. <laughs> I generally like in the beginning of like my healing process, I was literally journaling like, every day, every other day. So Got the it. fact that it's been like over two weeks was a, it's been a minute. Got so 
And I realized just like because work has been so crazy, mm-hmm. I've been focusing less on the healing of my life, which I don't need to be doing because <laughs> I, I need to be making sure that a bitch doesn't have any more mental breakdowns. Um, so that's real. Yeah. So nonetheless, I journaled and I just took time for me. Um, so I'm happy about that. That's good. I went um, like a month ago, maybe a couple of weeks ago. I went to the hospital and I was like, hey, I think I'm having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no, you're not. And I was like, just check. And they're like, you're not. They're like, your stress is out. Like, you got to yeah. chill. And I was like, you're right. Because I was just like going, just like going, going, going. That you do have to, to mean- like take some time to like figure your shit out or you will die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that happened to me on um halloween actually i had a similar like went like was having mad chest pains and they were he was like are you stressed and i was like yes (laughs) yes please don't ask me that (laughs) (laughs) yes and he was like okay that's what it is you need to calm the fuck out and i was like all right i will (laughs) thank you um I'm just a high stress person, anyways. That's I got that from my daddy's side. Shout out to my father. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> um, thank you for the stress. Um, okay, so the guest normally gets to pick the sections that they would like to start with. So you can even start with eat, pray, or that. Which Ooh. section would you like to start with? Uh, I like structure, so I want to go eat first, eat. Like and eat. then eat and then pray. Then yeah. Die. Okay. Leave come the on. Thought into the end. Okay. All right. So we'll just start it off since you're from sh- you're from the south side, south side. Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Woo woo. You and Amber, I... our producer. Yes. So y'all, Edwin and Amber have both been acting as producers. Edwin went to Minnesota with his husband, and they they're they're living the best Midwest life. I miss him deeply. He's only been gone not even a full week, but I'm already like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm getting a little emotional. Just think about it. Nonetheless, you know, I thank both him and Amber for like stepping in and helping a bitch. So Amber is going to be regular, more regular now. And so therefore she will be coming in, in and out sometime with her shady commentary. <laughs> cause, cause she's, she's a shade of tear. Um, and that's why I love her. Ten, 10 year motherfucking strong bitch. 10 years we met in 08 at motherfucking Universal Republic. Anyways, um, and I knew Amber was, y'all want to know how I knew Amber was my friend? How? Because we were all like interns and we would just let people talk to us however we want. And I remember the one assistant to the head of the label, like was really aggressive. But Amber literally was like, hi, I'm Amber. Yeah, what would you like me to do? Like, Amber, like, was, and, and like, the assistant literally kind of sat back, like, bitch, I can't believe you, like, low key, like, sunned me like that. And I was like, I remember thinking, like, who's this crazy back bitch? <laughs> Don't she know? We trying to get a, like, like, I was like a slave. Like, we trying to. no, she's talking back to my <laughs> so, Right. Because I was like, bitch, do you not know we trying to get jobs in the industry? What the fuck you doing? You can't talk to people. You're like, pull you it can't. back, pull it back, pull it back. <laughs> but I could tell, like, the assistant was like, no, no, no. You, okay. So what? she, like, then that's how I knew Amber was the bitch I wanted to be I friends mean, with. Yeah. Come on. That's so. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. prolific. Yes. <laughs> she's a bad bitch um anyway so we'll go into eat you're from south side chicago i'm originally from maywood but i claim milwaukee oh yeah 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 knack fine memories of maywood or or yeah. bellwood so. some cousins that lived in maywood of course you do would not visit them that often no, no. <laughs> i wouldn't either <laughs> going there in a few weeks <laughs> not excited oh my god have a great well i'm excited time. for my nephew but uh-huh. my new nephew yeah he's coming jace 
um, he's not here yet, but he he should okay. be here in a few days. Okay. Jace King James. That's uh-huh. his name. That's his full name. He's coming in at a rough time, right? <laughs> and he's going to be a Gemini. Bless oh, his soul. Poor him. <laughs> right. <laughs> But you know he got me, so my yeah. and, and my first guy son is also Gemini. His birthday's today too, so I'm just, a, I just Gemini man love me. I don't know what it is. Um, but anyway, it's not about that. So eat <laughs> Chicago pizza, pizza versus New York pizza. Which one would you say is better? Chicago New York pizza is trash. It is not good. Okay, and everybody's oh. always like, it's it's thin, it's. F- fucking like it's just weak like it's there's no substance the cheese Damn, you can't even weak. like peel the cheese off it's just like it's fucking a cardboard with some sauce on it and okay. because it's from new york people are like it's cool and i'm like no it's trash you should love yourself more okay but i would say deep dish is also not that great i was about to say because i hate deep dish <laughs> it's not i fucking that great. hate deep dish it is a fucking I'm definitely lasagna it is not a pizza it's no that's not great either but ch- Chicago's thin crust is banging. It is fantastic. Okay. All right. So, okay. Okay. A word. Okay. So then New York Chinese food versus Chicago Chinese food. Okay. Um, I have to say Chicago because I've yet to try New York Chinese food. I will tell you. Like everything's dirty. And I just assume if the streets look like that, I'm not finna fucking eat the food. Get out of here. I will tell you that Chicago Chinese food is way better. Okay. Thank you. Like way, (laughs) like way, way better. I lived above a Chinese restaurant when I lived in Bushwick. And so, like, I walked by often and there was nothing enticing about it. The pictures were like faded. And I was like, I'm not. Mm. No. Mm. And it was next to a bank that got robbed. And, and I walked outside and there was a bunch of cops and police wow, tape. New York has been robbed. I was for like, you. yo, New York is the worst. It just, it's been very movie like, but like the worst movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we're going to hang out this summer. We got to give you a better experience, Dwayne. <laughs> yes, please. Yes. That's all I want. What are you doing yesterday? We could You could have came with me to Boozy Bounce. What was I doing yesterday? What is today? <laughs> I don't know. At <laughs> 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 my house high watching Charmed. <laughs> all right, Dwayne. Um, not Charmed, though. Why do niggas love Charmed? Because bitches, black people love magic. Because if mm. we had it, we wouldn't be oppressed. We, Amen, a word. <laughs> Come on, Sermon. Um. Okay. So the one Chicago restaurant you missed the most? Ooh, Portillo's. It was. Mm. I just love an Italian beef. For okay. So New York doesn't have like Jardinera peppers. Nope. And I just I don't know how to get used to that. Nope. Cause like I went to Subway because I'm a basic bitch, and I was getting some Subway, and there was like peppers that looked like them, but they were sweet, and it was just so disheartening. To taste it, like this is not the same. Why would it look? Th- I was so upset that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really miss like a good. There's a a birthday cake shake Ooh. where they just blend up a cake. Ooh, everybody! I see why so many people die in in the Midwest because the food is terrible. Right? Amen. It's so word. good, but it is so so, so horrible. terrible for you. Exactly. But man, it was good. Just like the man from the Midwest, also terrible. For you. <laughs> that is true. Yes. Yeah. So are the niggas for me. The, the men are just. I horrible. mean, niggas are trash. <laughs> <laughs> a word. Let's just say a it. sermon. Um, and if you're not congrats you wanted to go <laughs> so so daniel our guest from last week is like probably like one of like 20 that aren't trash and i was just like i was like i'm just like and i met his boyfriend the like a few days after that i was like i just was like you're, you're lucky like 
you found one of the rare like a good nigga is like a it's kind of like a song from Christine Aguilera where she's not yelling it's yeah. rare it's rare it's yeah. very rare and then when you hear it you're like it's kind of like Damn. a rapper not being trash or yeah. like being problematic it's the thing that like you didn't know that like you like were missing or needed until you had it and then you're mm-hmm. like oh I've been my whole life I've been lied yeah. to this is mm-hmm. what good is yeah yeah. Um, but I'm still hopeful I mean I'm still trying to be that person like I'm like growing come on uh, being self aware has been like one of the things that I've been like focusing on okay I'm, like instead of like saying that I'm a good person just really trying to be a good person I'm like Ooh. that shit's hard it's a lot of work but like I'm trying like that's like a for real goal I've been working on trying to be soft because I realize I'm very New York especially I was already a hard bitch like I'm very like just like <laughs> and New York has not helped that like one time my sister was like was like you you don't even like to be touched anymore I was like I really don't oh yeah that's not yeah, good yeah yeah I'm working on it yeah. I'm being softer it's, it's, it's a process okay so complete the sentence the following food will be served at my wedding reception a weed cake that is my plan. I swear I am going to have two cakes at my wedding. Okay. There's going to be one regular one and okay. one weed one, but I'm not going to say which one is which. So it's going to be a game where you have to like take a piece of one and then in an hour and a half, we're going to see which one you picked. Okay. If I go to the hospital, I'm fucking you up. I, just want I you. mean, it's not going to be that much. And also, I'm going to tell you. So like, okay. eat with care. Okay. All right. Um, so if you were about to like go into the death chamber, what would your last meal consist of? Uh, it would be mac and cheese okay. with a uh, pot roast, like on okay. top of it. I love like a good cheese gravy combo. Gravy is my favorite condiment. Really? Uh, I love <laughs> Come gravy. on. My favorite condiment <laughs> That's is That's my Midwestness. I'm just like, yeah, put gravy on anything. <laughs> my heart's going to fail, but I'm going to be eating gravy. <laughs> um... Yeah, so like mac and cheese, pot roast with gravy, uh, and then honestly, I'm I'm just gonna sound like such a pothead, but like I'll just like wrap it up like a good weed brownie. Because if I'm about to die, I would like to be high out of my mind. Mm. Mm. I don't want to see it coming. Okay, all right. A word. Yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna go into pray. Ooh. You ready? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Pray. Is your pussy ready? Uh huh. Yes. Yeah, moist. Yes. Come on, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Mm. Been a long time since my pussy been moist. Um, I need to play with my pussy more often. Oh my god, you should. Yeah, I haven't played with it in a while. I might do that tonight or sometime this week. While I'm in LA, I'm gonna do it while I'm in LA. I feel like I should do it there. Just give it some West Coast, like give my pussy some West Coast action. Yeah. I'm gonna bring my dildo. Um, or my vibrate. It's really more of a vibrator than a dildo. But anyways, um, pray. <laughs> we'll save that for thought. Um, pray. What is your passion? Uh, my pat. Well, okay. Uh, it's like long. It's no, not, come on. Give us. Give us. A, my give us passion you. is I want to create content uh, for Black people, but for a new kind of Blackness that isn't contained by like the past where just like it's whatever the fuck black people say it is in that moment and i want to create so much content that people can pick and choose because i feel like right now a lot of black content is suffering from like being the one thing that people want so much from so it doesn't allow like um like the movie shirak i don't like that movie like but i feel like it was a movie that people were like well this isn't the chicago that i know and i was like it wasn't made to be everybody's like personal movie but because there's so little and i think black people are so 
like craving for like some kind of art to represent them. Mm. I feel like it suffered from people being like, why aren't you the thing that I really want in my life? And I don't want black people to feel like they're at a loss for art. Mm. So I just want to like, be like, what do you niggas want? And then just like give it to them. (laughs) Cause like you niggas want, I just think that like growing up like black and gay on the South side of Chicago is like, there was nothing that I felt spoke to me, but I was aware of like wh- who it did speak to, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, that person feels represented. That person feels represented. There's a gap here, and that gap is like where I want my art to live. It's been like, okay, who are you? Why do you feel like you're not represented? All right, here's this thing. Mm-hmm. Dope. Now you feel like you're a part of something. So that's pretty much my passion right now. Is just like making a bunch of shit that people can latch on to to like really live art in a way that isn't based around black trauma because i'm so tired of black trauma like sure life is hard but like also it's fun and dope even like slaves had moments where they weren't slaving they were probably sitting there like yo here's this joke about cotton <laughs> you know that joke of his i mean like give me your best kind of joke sis right I'm, I'm sure like there were slaves like Making jokes about yeah, massa, like shit, like somebody's yeah. like picking cotton and they fart. Like niggas gonna laugh. Like <laughs> that's just what that's gonna ah, be. Ah, <laughs> oh, none picking cotton and they laugh. I'm like, like I like that's where I want to create the art. Is like that would have been a good that would have been a good skit for Issa Rae's little slave show mm-hmm. where they was picking cotton. In my head, I'm just writing so much slave content. I. I I love slave content. It's not. Nah, I love slave content. Because, like, I'm trying to take it back from white people. I'm tired of white people being like, look at these slaves. I'm like, nigga, shut up. Let me let me show you the slaves that I want to see. Okay, come Those on. They're happy slaves. slaves. Okay. Slaves that are slaves. free. And they're like, turn up. We free. Shoot. A word. Or, like, we are still slaves, but, like, master sleep. So, like, let's do something fun. Okay. But, yeah, that's my passion. All right. Slave content. Slave. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much for slave. Hashtag slave content. <laughs> I'm gonna add that to the hashtags for the show. <laughs> um, okay, so what has been your journey to loving yourself, and what do you love most about yourself? Um, it's been weird, like. Even now, I'm still, like, trying to figure it out. But the thing that I love about myself uh, most is that I'm always, I'm self-aware. And mm-hmm. I'm... That's that Scorpio in you. And I know when I'm not being a good person. Like, even, like, I can, like, try to trick myself into being like, that's good. And I'm like, you lying. Like, you know this is fucked up. But I... And if I do it, there's always will be guilt. Like, there's not a part of me that can do something bad and be like, I'm okay with it. I'm like, Ooh, it, it like always stings. Um, and so I'm really trying to like focus on that and be like, okay, I know this is not a thing that good people do. So I'm not going to do it. Uh, <clears throat> and then just the journey of like being black and gay, but always being surrounded by whiteness, like really like messed me up for like a little bit. And I like look back on like Facebook statuses and shit that I wrote where I was convinced that if you were ghetto, that like you were less than, and I was like, where did this come from? 
and it was like during college where I was like surrounded by all white people in this new space where I was like, I have to assimilate because like if I don't, I don't know what to do. And then like through that process, I had to like learn how to like not fall into that trap of basically like Uncle Tom Coonery shit. Mm. And there was a moment where I was like, yo, I'm surrounded by a bunch of people that not only not look like me, but they don't think like me but I'm forcing myself to think like them. And I was like, this is, I don't like this at all. So then um, I went through a phase in college where I changed my name on Facebook to Mustafa Freeman. And I was just like the most pro-black I've ever been, just like aggressively black. And I was like, but then I was like, Mustafa Freeman. Because I was like, Mustafa, that's like, African. I like my roots. And then Freeman, because I was like, I'm a free man. It was it was so extra. It was so extra. Um and then I was then I was like, okay, too far, too far. Pull it back. Pull yeah. it back. <laughs> yeah. And then uh like post college, like once I started doing comedy and people started to like see me as like a an an activist through comedy, which is something I never thought that i was but because i was creating art that was based around like me like finding myself it just felt like uh edgy and like it had like a purpose a greater purpose but i was Mm -hmm. just like now i'm just out here making slave content and uh and they're like oh this is like slave content one more motherfucking time no joke my very first show that i ever wrote was with my writing partner asia bullock and, and it was called uncle tom and jerry curl and and we did it and there was a section called slave prov where we improvised as slaves and our suggestion was how much would you pay for a slave and no matter what somebody answered we were like fuck you how dare you answer that question and then we like improvised like a slave auction um just because and we did that because we were like we need to force white people to think about slavery more often because we think about it all the time. But when people came to see the show, they were like, oh my God, this is like such like a strong show. You you guys have like, you're saying so much. And we were like, okay. And then, and that was just, I think it was like white guilt. And then we were like, oh, we can use this to profit from it. So we were like, all right, white institutions bring us to your schools. And then people started just like pay us to be like, to do the most nigga shit we could do and i was like i didn't know this was possible that i can be myself this hard and have people give me money for it so now i'm just like myself all the time and Mm. i like love that like i don't feel the need to like change myself for white people because i've already proven myself i'm like white people love me so i'm gonna just keep doing what i'm doing now and if they don't they fucking suck (laughs) like they ain't my problem that's how I generally feel about people now. I'm just literally, I'm at that point in my life that I'm just very much like, oh, you don't like me. Mm. Fuck you and your mama. I mean, it's just like, it just feels so juvenile. Yeah. If Like how, how, how when you were younger, if somebody was like, I don't like you, like that could start a fight. If someone literally told me, I don't like you to my face right now, I, w- I would be like, okay i would be like i would actually i would be happy because i'd be like okay well thank you for being honest because that's my biggest thing like just be honest with me if you don't like me that's great we can get now we can know where we now i know where i stand and now i know where i stand with you so now we can interact accordingly Mm -hmm. because there are a lot of motherfuckers that i don't like and i'm not necessarily nice to them per se but like i'm respectful Mm -hmm. but 
I don't necessarily know if they feel the same way about me. So if I knew that they didn't like me either, it could be we wouldn't even have to be really respectful. We could just be not talking. Yeah, you just be apathetic. Like I don't have to yeah. act like there's people that I feel like I have that with where I'm like, you know we hate each other. We are not gonna talk. And it feels so good to walk by them and be like, We ain't gotta do this. Yeah. Like, a word. That's great. Because yeah. then you can use that energy for other shit. Exactly. Mm. Mm. The way I really like you. Oh my god, thank you. I, now that matters, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, I still love validation. Gas me up all yeah. the time. Yes, come on, gas. <laughs> um, okay, so what advice would you offer to any aspiring bl- black gay comedian, since you is one or whatever? Um, to find out like where your line is in the intersection of your blackness and your gayness, uh, because for me. I think the thing that makes me stand out, first of all, there's not many gay black comedians. They just and yet I've done now two of you. <laughs> I literally found Alex English because I was like, who else is black and gay? Oh, there's only three of us, and I've just like found like, and then we became friends. And then um, I found and then I found both of you because it's a very Shout out to Alex. small network. Yeah, pretty much. it's a group chat of four people, uh, <laughs> uh, but. I feel like blackness is always seen as like very masculine, mm. uh, kind of misogynistic, specifically within like comedy and like stand up. Mm-hmm. Uh, like black clubs are just like, I used to be terrified of them because when I was on stage, I was like, what if somebody calls me a faggot? I'm going to have to fight him. Uh, and then gayness is always seen as like super white, super feminine, like very like reference based, very quirky. And I feel like I didn't fit into either of those at all Mm -hmm. and i feel like so many people that come into comedy trying to find a box that they fit so Mm -hmm. if you're black and gay they either try to ignore their gay their gayness to just like be like black or they try to encompass all of the gayness which comes off very white like they just ignore the things that make them black and i feel like i just live in the place where i'm like yeah i can't be black without being gay and i can't be gay without being black so I'm just going to tell you my opinions and I don't care about anything else. So most of my stand up is me being like, hey, this is my life and how I've experienced it being black and gay. And I think that's the thing that I would say to do is to like focus on you and your story mm-hmm. versus trying to like relate to all gayness or all blackness because like that's not going to work. Mm. So that's, that's like word. my genuine like advice is to like figure out who you are and be that person. And also, comedy wasn't made for you. And to think that, like, don't think of that as, like, a negative. Think of that as, like, oh, so there's no rules for me. I ain't got to do the shit that y'all do. Like, and I think that allows me to be, like, to do what I want, which has allowed me to progress quickly. Okay. Versus somebody being, like, you got to do this, Mike. You got to do that. And I'm, like, shut up. I got to do nothing. I'm going to do what I want. And it's been really good. Yes. Just do what you want. But like, be good. Don't suck. Mm. Or, well, you can suck, but just not at comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do both in one night. It'll make your comedy better. Mm. It's so funny that you say that, though, because I think just even, like, in my own, like, on a personal note, it's been interesting to kind of figure out where I fit, especially in the black gay sphere. And I realized I didn't fit in a lot of, like, the spaces. So, because uh, <laughs> you got your like your black gay, 
You got your black gay entertainment folks. Mm-hmm. I didn't fit in that world at all. I tried. Um, you got your black gay club girls. Um, I didn't really fit in that world. Um, you got your black gay gym girls. I also didn't fit in that world. They, 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 those two kind of intermingle the black gay gym girls and the black gay, the black gay club girls. Yeah, they kind they're interchangeable sometimes. Mm-hmm. But either way it goes, I didn't fit in with them. Um, then you got your black gay fashion girls. I didn't fit. So long story short, I didn't fit in any particular group, and it was yeah. very like hard for me, especially in the first couple of years of living in New York, where I kind of felt like, ooh, like who are going to be my friends per se? Yeah. Um. Luckily, thank God for Edwin, um, and Ralph. Um, I mean, I said I don't have like many like gay black man friends. Most of my friends are like women. Yeah, but n- now I've, I found my crew. I found like shout out to like the mob and because <laughs> there's a I have a group fr- a group of friends called the mob money over boys. We randomly Aww. we randomly <laughs> came over this one night. <laughs> and then outside of the mob of course i have edwin and ralph and then i have like a, my other group of friends which is like ej and montez and trey of course so like i've i've in the last couple of years i've found like gay men that i can talk and be myself with which i'm very thankful for because for a long time i couldn't know that <laughs> i was like oh jesus i feel like a unicorn <laughs> yeah so i get what you're saying um Okay, so we'll go into our next question or whatever. You already asked one. You answered the one question, but who would star you? I've never asked this before. Who would star you in in like a biopic about your life? Who would who would be who would be Dwayne Perkins? Um, other than myself. Um, oh yeah, because you are. I'm sorry, you are an actor. Yeah. But I, would you want to be yourself? Wouldn't that yeah, be? Yeah. No, <laughs> I want all the attention. Like, just film me, bitch. Like, it's my life. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Taj Mari simply because like I don't think he's like that great but like I think we'd be friends I feel like we have similar energy <laughs> I I have kid <laughs> Taj motherfucking I was and I love smart guy gonna don't say Tevin Campbell but like he's old now but like young Tevin Campbell I think would have like you do kind of favor a little justice. bit, Tevin. Just a lighter, like a caramel version. Man. Um, I would pick um the guy from Everybody Hates Chris. I, his name Willie Tyler, whatever his name is. Hold oh, on. the one that was on Dear White People. Yes. Oh. I love him. I think he's a very good actor. Um, hold on, I'm gonna find his name. <laughs> here it goes. Here it goes. Here it goes. Tyler James Williams Mary Tyler Moore for sure Yes <clears throat> Yes he would be me <laughs> Okay so Taj Mori <laughs> ah, or, ah. or like Tevin Campbell <laughs> Or Tevin Young Tevin Campbell What's your favorite Tevin Campbell song? I can't wait time For a minute Girl, Girl I, I want to know Your name you better take Can we talk Can we talk a minute when he sang happy birthday to ashley on the fresh Prince, oh my god that's when i knew that i was gay mm. i was like why is he not singing to me oh okay mm. i was like this, okay yep mm. mm-hmm. damn yeah well at least you found out early i mean yeah 
<laughs> oh, a word. Um, okay, so who has been some, or who has been, or what has been some of your biggest inspirations, whether career and life? Who or what, I should say. Um, One of my friends, she's a writer and performer on The Late Night with Seth Meyers Show. Her name is Amber Ruffin. Okay. Uh, I think was, I've met Amber before. Yeah, she's great. She was uh, the first black woman to ever write for Late Night, okay. which was not that long ago. No. Which sadly, is Seth insane. Myers, yeah, because <laughs> Seth Meyers started, like, what, 2012? Yeah. 2000? It was very, like, very recent. Like, within, like, the last decade for sure um yeah that's that's kind of trash yeah but she saw something in me like pretty early on when i was just working at second city in chicago she was like you're very funny and uh and she has given me like many opportunities to showcase me being funny and she has been very forthcoming in telling other people that i'm funny yes uh so i wrote for her for she was the host for the wga awards and she did this bit at the end where she like brought us out the writers Mm -hmm. like four black writers she was like these are great black writers hire them yeah and then um i got hired for the break with michelle wolf on netflix they used to work together at seth meyers and amber was like hey you have to see this guy he's so funny and that's the reason why i got the opportunity to submit a packet Mm -hmm. and i got hired from that so it's just been like nice to like, and I've never like done anything for her. She was just like, I think you're funny and I want to help you. And I think that's something that I find very touching when somebody just takes their own time to just really help you. Yeah. So I, yeah, she's my, Shut up. she's my Shut role model and Amber. inspiration. She's great. Also Donald Glover, just like mm. what I would like my career path to kind of mirror his. Can you not be as problematic is. though? Oh yeah. Like okay, just cool. as purely just like, business wise just in terms of like stand up writing for a show having your own show and i met him and he was very nice i mean you know he was uh, just like yeah like I, nice people yeah but i yeah. mean he's not a bad person he's just problematic mm-hmm. yeah like most heterosexual black men i mean it's in their dna yeah it's passed they out can't, they can't help it uh, they really trauma can't. begets trauma <laughs> <laughs> oh word um <laughs> Okay, so one word or a phrase. This is the last break question. One word or phrase that describes your experience as a black gay man in America. Exhausting. Damn. <laughs> um, mainly because the energy it takes to constantly code switch is exhausting, but I feel like it's a necessity to be successful uh, and safe and to exist. Like, even growing up where it was like, okay, I know I'm in this space, so I got to act this way. Okay, I got to go have this meeting with these white people who, if I even look aggressive, they're going to think less of me. Okay, this person's talking to me. They're pandering to my gay side because they think that's more safe. Okay, okay, that person's homophobic. I can't even be gay right now. Just like there's just so many moments where I have to mentally decide who I'm going to be to get the result that I want that my life feels so calculated at times. So mm. when I'm just being me, it's just like, oh, damn, that was exhausting to, like, just to be in spaces with other people. Like, as I get older, the more I realize, like, how much I appreciate alone time and friendships with people where you can genuinely be yourself. Because mm-hmm. to not have to put on a, like, mask 
it's just like freeing. But I feel like there's so many times in life where you have to like put on that mask to be like, okay, I'm at work. I have to act this way. Okay, I'm now meeting with Netflix people. What do they ex- expect from me? Okay, I'm in a room where I'm the only black person. What can I like say and cannot say? Is this going to like make them look at me differently? Can I trust these people? It's just a constant. You're constantly asking yourself questions mm-hmm. while still like having to live life as a black person. Just being like, okay, there's cops here. Am I safe? Like, like just like there's so many things that you have to worry about. Like, I cannot fathom what it would be like to be, like, a black gay woman. Like, that's just, like, I'm, like, being black and gay is hard to be, like, have that onset mm-hmm. of being, like, a woman. Like, it's just exhausting. I just wish, like, we had breaks. Just be like, okay. And eventually you'll just stop. Because I, 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 for a long time, I was, I was, like, in that exhausted period. But now I'm just civil away 24-7, generally. I mean, like, for the most part, I feel like I'm genuinely myself and Mm -hmm. i'm very transparent it's just like to be in this industry like i feel like mainly that's what's exhausting is being like okay so many people want my energy and time and (laughs) i'm like i don't want to give it to none of y'all but to be successful i have to like to feel like you have to go to part like the networking aspect of yeah it's just like a lot more than i thought it would be where I was like, oh, if I don't go to this party, I may not get an opportunity. I'm like, what? I'm tired. I got to go drink and be, like, personable? Like, I'm dead inside right now. Like, I just want to go home. But, like, that's something that, like, I've learned how to do with. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to go to this thing. And, honestly, it has done, like, it's, it works. Like, it's not like I go to these things and I'm like, this was a waste of time. I'm like, yeah, I met a bunch of people that can give me jobs in the future. Fuck. <laughs> like, it's it's just exhausting to be successful. Like, to work hard mm-hmm. is hard. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm exhausted. I understand. But I'm also happy most of the time. Yes, come on, happy. You smiled when you said that and I felt it was genuine. Yeah. Come on. Let your let your bussy so <laughs> bright like a diamond. It's glistening. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna ask that question later. Um, do you cream? No. <laughs> I had to. I mean, because after you said glistening, I was like, "Do you cream?" The images that came into my mind, I was like, "Whoa." Cause that's the thing. I had somebody ask me that recently. Like it was like, well, I can't cream, and I was like, I can't cream either. I don't, I don't know how that's actually done. Like, I don't like, know if it's yeah. And it I just was, seems like some like enzymes that I do not possess. Like yeah, I don't know. What I was happens. like, um, and he was a little younger, um, and I was like, yeah, I think that shit only happens in porn slash. Yeah, like that shit's only, only on like Tumblr. Like I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's only on like regular. Oh, I shouldn't because those niggas are regular too. They're yeah. not like like it's not production porn, but so they're still regular niggas. But nonetheless, I don't cream. At least I haven't creamed yet. Maybe I just haven't had dick that was that was cream. I, I, I don't know what it is. Like, what is the substance? It's kind of like squirting where i'm like this is mysterious i don't want yeah. no i'm not sure i want a cream either like that's just like something just busting inside of you mm. she's like mm. liquid from like yo intestines being punctured from a dick like i don't know what that Ooh, is i gotta go to work i got things to do i'm building an empire bitch you can't be busting my intestine right? like, get out of here 
<laughs> I, I, I need my intestines for this meeting, bitch. <laughs> bitch. Cause just cause you ain't got a job, all you got is dick. That's no, all no. you is. No. <laughs> all right. Well, we've already started the thought section um unknowingly. Um okay, so in a skit recently on um on your comedies comedy central i think it was called next up was it next yeah up? up next yeah up or up next you said that chicago is good for a black man but as a gay man it's trash would you like to explain exactly why yes uh so when i said that i meant like my blackness is defined by my masculinity i feel like and i feel like in chicago there's a community that's accepting of like black men Whereas, like, yes, we recognize that, like, it's harder for black men here. Like, mm-hmm. it's like we stand for black men. And I'm like, yeah, I fucks with that. I love blackness. And I think black men need to be as supported as possible. And then as a gay man, those same people would be like, get your gay ass out of here. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, that, that sucks. So, mm-hmm. like, it was mainly me being like, being black is great. Because all the black people love you. The white people kind of don't. Mm-hmm. Being gay is great all the white people love you and some of the black people don't (laughs) so i'm just like and i care more about black people like i mean like even when i do shows if it's a room full of white people most of the time i'm like i hope they laugh but if they don't i'm like whatever Ah, ah. but if i'm in a room full of black people and they don't laugh it hurts my feelings i'm like i want y'all to like me yeah uh just because like when i was younger i didn't interact with with white people mostly until college Mm. because i just they just weren't where i lived and so most up until college like most of my like pain from like bullying came from other black people like straight black men so i always (laughs) had this like need to be like why don't you like me like i'm really cool (laughs) like if you just like wasn't such a bitch ass nigga you like like me Uh, emphasis on bitch ass nigga and so there's still moments of that where like i'm on stage and i see like a bunch of straight men i'm like oh i just want y'all to like me uh, oh, Dwayne, you was <laughs> unpacking a lot of shit. I'm like, yes, I understand that. Uh, I did a show not that long ago, and my mother came to it. And I was, just, I did some stand up, and then I did some improv. And like, my stand up was about like me being black and gay. And then I did improv, and I was like, can I get a suggestion? And somebody, and a straight black man was like, act straight. And I was like, why would I, I do bet that? you suck my fucking dick, you bitch ass nigga. And my mother was like, "Whoa, why would you say that?" And I was like, "Cause you have to like, in this environment where I'm on stage, I have to let them know that like I'm more important than you. Like you will never disrespect me. On you came to see me. You paid your money to see me, and you think you finna talk shit to me? I'll get you kicked out. Like that's like that's when I'm like the most like." white woman where i'm like bitch where's the manager bitch i will get i will like no like you will not do this to me now while i'm on stage you got me all the way fucked up (laughs) the way i fucking love you bro (laughs) like uh now this is where i'm my most white woman (laughs) i'm like oh i don't know who you thought you was talking to and she was just like so taken aback but i was like yeah like i think people forget that like i'm a grown-ass man and it's no it's nothing about like my race or sexuality i'm just a grown man and you won't talk to me like like you're crazy especially when i'm on stage and i have a microphone you stupid bitch bitch. (laughs) what the fuck uh but yeah okay Mm. 
Yeah, that's why I'm not listening to the Nas album. Um, I'm just not supporting problematic ass black straight man anymore. I just can't. I mean, like, I just need them to be better. I need them, and to it's be not better. that hard. Like, just like it is hard for them. I, it is hard for them because even the ones I like, like there are ones that I like love to the death of me. I've in the last couple of years, since I turned twenty, I want to say there have been various black heterosexual men who've came into my life, and they're amazing. But then when it comes to like an issue, one one issue or another, especially in recent months with like all the the uncovering of just the just poonus that is black heterosexual men sometimes. The way they'll still like try to find like a, a loophole or a way to defend it's like no let's just say he's trash fabulous yeah like let's and just it say is okay. fab is trash it's okay it's not he doesn't represent all black men not like he's an individual who did some he's, fucked up yeah, shit like it's, it's that okay. simple like it's r fine. kelly no r kelly is not the same as hugh hefner <laughs> both problematic yeah like but still like no that doesn't make that doesn't make making hugh hefner right and making him no they're both problematic yeah both like i'm sorry like i'm like i love the cosby show but Bill cosby is fucking trash like the, yeah. like, like there's just like if we're going to progress as black people we have to be open to critique and also being able to like critique other people because like that's how we get better and mm-hmm. i feel like we can't just be like out here caping for everybody black. Like Mm-mm. you cape for blackness. You don't have to cape for everybody that's black. Cause like we we're still like individual. We're not a monolith. So like I will forever be like proud of being black and blackness. But if I see a black person doing fucked up shit, it would be not of service to ignore that that person's doing fucked up shit. I'm like, no, you being fucked up and you are misrepresenting what I think blackness should be. And it should be called out. And these bitch ass niggas should do more of that. Mm. Ooh, a word, a sermon. Shout out to any black male listen, straight black male listeners who listen to the podcast. I don't think as many of you. (laughs) (laughs) Based on who, based on what I know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyways. Um, so how has NY dating been treating you? I mean, you got some dick on Wednesday, so I'm guessing it's, it was in Chicago. Because I went to my little sister's graduation. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. So so how has NYC dating been treating you? Uh, it hasn't. I feel like I don't. Okay, I, My job, I feel like I'm so ambitious mm-hmm. that like, I just don't have the energy to give to strangers. Mm. Where I'm like, and I was like in a relationship in Chicago that I moved here. So it was like, we are not together. But there's still like a thing of like if we were in the same place we would be. I, mm-hmm. uh, no, I just like don't want. I don't feel like giving energy to dudes right now. Mm. I just I I need it. I'm tired. <laughs> and like I don't want to like leave my house to like entertain somebody who could potentially be shitty. And I like I feel like once I have like a surplus of energy, then I would be at a place where I can do that. But like. Mm-hmm if i was like okay i'm tired but i have like three hours of free time and i gave it to a nigga that turns out to be not shit i'm gonna have to kill him like you wasted my three my only three free hours of the week nigga like i'm not gonna do that 
They don't deserve it. I want to say thank you for coming. I, really, <laughs> I, I realize that you gave me, you're giving me energy right now. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you giving your, your time and your energy. Because this is like the 18th time you brought up your how, how, how lack of the lack of Ma'am. energy. So I appreciate you. And I, and I was late. And yeah, so. I mean, it's my love language. Okay, come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Time is important. This shit's finite. You, everybody don't deserve mm. it. It's just what mm. it is. A word. A word. Okay. So, all right. So, NYC Day has been treating you. Um, <laughs> so, if you had to give your dick or a bussy a nickname, what would it be? Um, <laughs> um, Harriet Tubman. Hashtag slave content. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mainly because um, I think my dick be freeing all kinds of niggas. Uh, freeze their mind, their ass, their mouths. Um, okay. But also, it be sleep sometimes. And Harry Tubman was narcoleptic. So. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I fucking hate <laughs> I hate you. And sometimes it looks real cute with a scarf. Mm. Ah, ah! <laughs> Not it's real cute with a scarf. No, no, I don't want you dressing up your penis. I mean, why not? Hmm. I, you know what? I don't have a nickname for. My, I mean, I call my shit bussy all the time, but so that's but that's not really a nickname. Um, I'll think about that. Yeah, but like I really, know. like I mean, I I, I would hope I freed some niggas. <laughs> I'm not sure. Lately, I've just been, I feel like I've been so, I, okay. I don't know your sexual history or like that's fine. your sexual traits, but I just thought of a good name. Okay. Okay. Here's okay. Okay. Again, hashtag slave content. I'm always thinking about like black history and like okay. black stuff. So I was like, if your name could like you can name your asshole Rosa Parks. Mm. If you're the kind of guy that's riding somebody, and when he says stop, I'm I'm about to come, you don't get up. Mm. No, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I actually I don't know. It's been a long, it's been a long time since a nigga had some good. <laughs> like now you make I had to think like when's the last time I wrote a nigga that good that? Because I that's like some premium quality pussy. I, mean, I don't yeah. give that to everyone. I just think I'm really especially good as of like lately making names. So if you want, but name. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm up my shit to ro- I'm on the next guy. I fuck. That Rosa Parks. If, <laughs> if old boy comes to the Airbnb and we decide that we want to make this, you know, a thing. I'm, he listens to the podcast. I, I know he's gonna be like, really? I'm not coming to the. I'm not coming to the Airbnb. Like, no, I don't want you to be Rosa Parks. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have not discussed the negotiations. Anyways, um, <laughs> whoo! I just need some. And you know what's funny? I feel like I've, I've been getting like this this sense, like my spirit has been like telling me I'm going to get like meet a man or want to get like some good dick while I'm in LA. I don't know why that is. Did you um, want it? Maybe. You're 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 willing yeah. it. It's yeah the mm. secret. Mm. Come on, come, come on. on, Oprah. Yes. <laughs> you don't get what you hope for. You I get mean, what you believe. If you stay ready, you ain't gonna get ready. <laughs> 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 you know it. Um. <laughs> We'll be douching. <laughs> so I will be ready. She ready. <laughs> um, 
so recently I was talking to um, my my good friend Dania, and we were discussing. Um, I was discussing how. Um, so last week's guest Daniel, everybody was like in love with him. Like I got so many like comments, like this nigga is the finest nigga, and everything. And I was, you know, I was, I stood up for his man. I was like, he has a man, and he's in love. So calm your pussy down. Uh-huh. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, so but from that, me and my friends, but also me and my friend Daniel were having a conversation, and I was just like. I literally just was kind of I was fed up with just a few different things and long story short I was like I don't and even yesterday I did the um horrible decisions podcast shout out to Weezy and shout out to my baby Mandy um for inviting me and they were like wait you not fucking and like and I was like I know right because like on and off paper I'm the shit but I feel like and I was literally telling my friend this. I feel like sometimes in the community, the gay community, it's like if you don't have a fat ass or you ain't got a six pack, <laughs> it's like hard for you to find a nigga, no matter how quality you may be. Because <laughs> I feel like I know all these niggas who literally only have a six pack or a fat ass and they got like a gang of niggas ready to like wipe them down. But they ain't got nothing else. And I hate to say it like that. Some of them do. Mm-hmm. Some of my friends, they do. But then I'm like, I have my own business. I'm fine. I suck dick for fun. <laughs> the the bussy is ready when I want it. I can, I can give Rosa Parks bussy when I want to. Nice. <laughs> um, you know, um, I have my own apartment. I have a decent credit score. You know, I have my own podcast. I'm building an empire. I have great legs. Um, once again, I'm fine. I'm funny. Mm-hmm. But... When I tell you, like, my Rolodex of niggas is empty, I just think it's interesting. So, long story short, do you <laughs> um, do you think gay dating is superficial? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. One thousand percent. Yeah, I feel... You were uh, like, bitch, of course. <laughs> it was like, this is not even a question. This is a fact. Ooh, amen. Uh, just look at fucking Instagram. Look at Twitter. Any light-skinned nigga with a tight jawline. Like, uh, mm. everything, everything is stupid. Like, I don't want to be, like, pessimistic, but, like, nigga, like, everything is trash. Like, we just not quality human beings right now. <laughs> like, it's just so much, like, fluff. Like, and I wish that people can just be like more transparent about it so at least we can like stop pretending that niggas out here being good because like it's it's just so obvious like abs are first of all you can get abs easily genetically like if that's not even like a thing that you worked for like that's Mm. bullshit that like people like you ain't work for that you don't deserve it you didn't get that shit that that shit just came to you fat asses are the same thing like Mm. that's nothing that you worked for like it's just like some Although people have, I've been doing my squad, I mean, some people like do work for it, and like, congrats to them. to them. But I do think that like personality matters so much. It don't though, not in the gay community. It doesn't, but it should. Because like, I have you ever been around somebody that's beautiful, and you're like, God, you're so beautiful that you have sex with them, and you're like, Yeah, I just had sex with this beautiful person. And then when you come, you're like, I don't want to be around you anymore. 
Like I don't fuck like no, because I I fuck ugly niggas who also don't have good personality, so that's not a good excuse. Oh, so you're cursed. <laughs> oh, okay. But but you know that's changing. That's changing. I'm no longer fucking with. I'm no longer fucking trash niggas, and I'm good. no longer fucking ugly niggas with bad personalities yeah. and bad attitudes. Because maybe, and I'm also no longer dating Gemini's. Okay, because I think. Well, Wait, well, maybe a good Gemini, if that, but I don't think that exists. I mean. Mm. few and plenty <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say I forgot damn I'm sorry it was it was prolific it was gonna change your life I too. know uh, about personalities we were yeah, personalities we Fuck. were um, I don't remember oh you were talking about how if, if you fuck a person who doesn't have a personality you're oh like, yeah 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 and like you like have sex with them it's great but I think that, like, that's why there's so many gay men who are, like, 50 and alone. Because just, like, you wasted all of this time. Like, and don't get me wrong. Sex is great. But Amen. it's also, like, you, you know what else is great? Like, being with somebody who's a quality human being that makes you better and you make them better. Like, it's just, like, I'm just at a point in my life where I can get, like, like, sex is like whatever to me like because i feel like once it's over i have to still like live with like still live and i feel like once the feeling of like orgasming is done i'm like i can make myself orgasm for less work (laughs) and like and if a person doesn't like in intrigue me on like a human level then it's it's truly just like a piece of meat and I'm like, then I don't fucking like, like once the sex is over, I'm like, okay, like we both know that that was what it was and that's fine if that's yeah. what it is. But you, I like, it makes no sense for people to be out here treating sex like a hobby if they want it to like lead to like a lifetime of like happiness. I feel the same way about like business where like people are like, I want to do this. If you're going to do it, then like do it. Don't treat it like a hobby. And I feel like if you out here just like fucking for the sake of fucking, then just know that that's what you're doing it for. Then once you're done, then change your mindset and like find somebody that you find quality. I feel like people do that so late. So then you're like having sex with like randoms for 15 years. Then you're like, oh shit, what do I like? And you don't know because all you've been doing is just like picking dicks. Like, <laughs> And every, like dicks and are not hard to find. Like you can find a dick. And I want to make it seem like 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 if you just fucking and you enjoy fucking by all means. Yeah, fuck, like fuck to fuck to you fuck, can't, can't fuck no it. more. Exactly. But just know that like that's what you're doing. Like don't fuck. Like like don't be like fucking and they be like why am I not finding love? Because like you're not trying to find love. You're trying to find dick. Like you succeeded. You won. Like, <laughs> you won the you got the grand prize. Yeah. You got the record deal. But like if, you get a dick. You <laughs> But if you want more then obviously you're gonna have to like do more. Mm-hmm. And if you're lucky, then it's just gonna find you. Or maybe one day you suck in a dick just for fun and then suddenly you're like, Oh, this is husband dick. And that's, <laughs> and that's a journey of its own. Oh. No, I told somebody the other day, um, one of the, my followers on Instagram, um, who I just like fell in love with. We we DM quite often, and I was saying how I was like, I want love and dick, not like they they need to come as a pairing. <laughs> I just don't want dick anymore. I never really actually ever really wanted just dick, but I tricked myself for a few months into believing that I did. All right, it's a difference. Yeah, it feels different. Yeah, I ain't been in love, but I'm I'm hoping that soon, soon ish. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like over my like. I don't want to be. I don't know how I feel about like. I know how I feel about it. I just wanted to pretend I didn't know how I felt about it because you know the last nigga, and then not even just the last nigga, but just like a the series. Like it was like. I was telling my one. I was telling one of my friends. I was like. I think career wise, I can believe in myself, and even with the podcast, like I can believe in the podcast because things while slow they're moving forward Mm -hmm. i think when i look at my dating track record that shit is regressing or it just gets worse so it's like it's kind of hard to believe in it sometimes but i'm just deciding to believe in it yeah and i also think it had a lot to do with like how i was showing up and also the niggas that i was choosing um so i'm just not choosing those types of niggas anymore yeah it's like I th- like something that I do is like whenever I fuck up or something doesn't go well, I like write it down and have like a list of like fuck ups to be like, okay, have I done this before? And if I have, I'm like, okay, then I'm not doing that again. Mm. And it just like helps you like avoid doing the same shit that like gave you no results. Oh, because I hate doing stuff over and over. Like I need, and that that was the thing about stand up, and I think that's why I'm doing well right now. Because, like, a lot of people who do stand-up, they're like, oh, I have to, like, do this set over and over. And I'm like, first time I do it, if you don't laugh, I'm not doing that shit no more. Like, I'm not finna make this. It don't work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that shit don't work. Move on. <laughs> Cut it and move on. Okay. So, do, 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 do. Do you want to do one or two more questions in the thought section? Uh, it don't matter. <laughs> I literally have nothing to do after this. <laughs> Because you, you, I know your energy is precious, honey. So mm-hmm. I don't want, <laughs> I want to take no more than I need than I've already taken. Um, okay, so name one time you were a poo bitch. Which uh, <laughs> this means one time you were desperate, clingy, stigmatized. Um, I don't think ever, to be honest. You, Yes, come on. I mean, I'm just not that. Poo bitch ain't something you ain't. Yeah, like, I think that, um, and maybe because, like, I'm, uh, like, have a hippie brain in that way, but, like, I just think if somebody don't, like, want you or they leave out your life is for a reason, I'm mm. like, I'm not finna chase nobody. I feel like you can learn from every experience, whether it's good or bad. I think that, like, a lot of people think that, like, bad things are like super bad but i feel like good and bad should have like equal weight mm. so if like if i've been with somebody and it's great i think it's just as like helpful to be with somebody and it's not great because you know what you don't want you know like what didn't work uh so i don't think i've ever been like clingy or like desperate like i'm just like if it works it works and you know it works and if it doesn't you gotta cut it and move on <laughs> cut it cut, cut it. it cut it that that nigga ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make it work. It just wasn't working. Um, okay, so if you had to describe love, what would it look or feel like? And have you been in love before? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, so I was in a seven-year relationship. Ooh. And then... You know, uh, in gay years, that's like... 25 i should we should have been married like four times uh exactly and then i moved here and we like broke up like well there was like a whole thing that happened uh and we had to like talk about like what we thought our like what the pros and cons of our relationship was and if it was worth moving forward uh Mm -hmm. like still right now we're like not we like talk but we're not like together 
Um, but for he me, got any single friends? Huh? <laughs> 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 I really yeah. You got single? Do, do, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, joke. Keep. I'm sorry. Uh, no, uh, I think like what love should be is like a relationship. I think first of all, I I'm obsessed with friendship. I think friendship is like such a pure relationship that's like you don't want anything from the other person except like love because mm-hmm. uh, i think sex does like change things mm-hmm. and, like sex and romance so i think that like love in a relationship sense should have like that friendship love like that should be the basis of it of like i just love you as a human and i want good things for you and when you put on the romance i think that is just like opening up yourself sexually but i think it has to come with like transparency like 100 percent transparency in my head is what love is of being mm. like i can tell you anything because i know that no matter what you love me and i love you so the negative so even if it's not positive it will never change the basis of our relationship which is that we love each other um and i think that like that is the most important thing for me and i it took me like time to find that to be like okay what do I want from a relationship? And I just want to like feel loved and to feel that the person that I love, love me and whatever. And like, and that is shown by being like, Oh, we are actually 100% genuinely ourselves all the time with mm-hmm. each other. Cause again, is that like, if I can't be with somebody, if I have to wear any kind of mask, like I don't want to, mm-hmm. I do that in normal life. I'm not going to use, the time and energy that I have again to like not be genuine. Mm. So I just think that's what love is just like genuine care and openness with another person on a level that's like deeper and different. Oh, my pussy is smiling. <laughs> that was so sweet. Uh, yeah, I think about love a lot. Oh, come on. Once again, ask your, if, ask your, your, I don't, your, whatever y'all, 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 <laughs> ask him if he got single friends, I'm ready. Um, <laughs> if you ask me, I'm ready. <laughs> you know what? So funny story about that particular fucking song. <laughs> um, first of all, that's my favorite Alicia Keys song of all time. Um, even though it's clearly about fucking a married man. Anyways, um, that was my song for um, the, the, the I've mentioned him a few times. That was me and the boy who I was madly in love, the straight man that I was madly in love with for five years. Um, that was like my song for him. And for a long time, I couldn't listen to it. But most recently, like, <laughs> so <clears throat> so let me talk about growth real quick. So I'm no longer like. I don't feel anything for that man anymore. Like it's completely out of my system. And that is so crazy to me because for so long, even after like I officially like separated from him, we weren't just talking at all. I still had something. And even like a little bit over a year ago, I saw him and I literally like, I came home, like I saw him at a party and I came home and like literally cried um because it was like you're still the trash ass well not trash but you're still you um because he actually isn't trash not completely um (laughs) but nonetheless so anyways 
that was our that was our song. He didn't know it was our song, but in my mind, it was our song because that the summer I met him was the summer that it was like the hit. And um, but yeah, I don't feel anything for him anymore. And that is what we motherfucking call growth. Bro. Amber is snapping them fingers because yes. she know. Amber, no, <laughs> it took a long motherfucking time, bitch. And I don't feel shit for him. And that's how I know that all the rest of them niggas. Well, actually, ain't really no more niggas because I don't even feel the same about, oh, you know who. Well, no, not the army nigga. I still feel a little. I still I still got a little bit of feeling or like I don't even know what's feeling. Just unsettling. Unsettlement. But I'm I'm getting over that too finally. Good, congrats. <laughs> I'm getting over all these niggas. That, okay. Y'all shoulder shit me. Come on. Pussy perk. Okay. All right. We're gonna do bird confessions, which is rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, now I want you to remember you're a bird. What does that mean? You know what a bird is. Like when we we call like people birds, like that means you ghetto or ratchet. I don't know what that is. You ain't never heard nobody. I ain't call never heard a bird. bird. Birds are things that fly. No, they are people. <laughs> <laughs> no, they okay. are people. Okay. Think of like Cardi B would be a bird. Oh, okay. Would be considered a bird, a classy bird. So I'm bird. answering these questions as a bird. Yes. Just think of you like a get you a ghetto girl. Okay. I mean, I know ghetto girls. Yeah. I just didn't and know. And you're from the south birds. side of Chicago, so I'm sure you got some some ghetto in Yeah, here. some bitches that wear K Swiss. Yes. <laughs> yes, K Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> yes, belt that matches the shirt. Yes. Come on. Come on. I wonder if K Swiss is a thing, was ever a thing in New York. Because K Swiss were so monumental to Midwest bird life. <laughs> like, if you lived in Milwaukee, Chicago, mm-hmm. like, and you were a girl and you didn't have K Swiss, at least one good pair of K Swiss, you, you wasn't, wasn't shit. You wasn't shit. <laughs> you wasn't a damn thing. Um, okay, you ready? So, what kind okay. of bird are you? Pigeon, dove, flamingo, or peacock? Ooh, flamingo. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm a, welcome to the flamingo club. I'm <laughs> the a H neck is long. Look yes. at it, luxurious. <laughs> so, flamingo is two thirds classy, one third ratchet. Oh my God, that's exactly what it is. Exactly. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. So, okay. we're bird. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're flamingo. Yeah, I, I own a brooch. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite ratchet song. Ooh, but like I said, look back at it, Trina. It's yeah. my fave. It's my fave. Um, which one could get the ass first, street pharmacist or gang banker? Street pharmacist. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because like I like being medicated. I do not like being violent. Okay, okay. Um, who could get the ass first, NBA player, NFL player? NFL. I want yeah. them big. So I can cl- like I I want them like big and like girth, not like tall. Oh, you like them stocky? Yeah, you like short. Yeah, like pick of. me up, throw me around. Mm. But like, if, if we got similar tastes, if I niggas. like lie on your chest, I need to like, I want the chest to be like wide. Yes, yes. I want my head to be like slipping off. Awesome, but awesome how I always—that's what I always dream of. That's why I love the Mbaku nigga. Um, Same. Those are not the niggas I've ever been with, though. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's like what I see in my head. Exactly. What I see in my head and what I get. I get skinny ass niggas. <sighs> Anyways. Sorry, I got a little angry. Um, okay. <laughs> Who would you fuck? Quavo, all set or take off? Quavo. You are a bird. Because <laughs> all the birds like Quavo. 
<laughs> Such a bird. Uh, Nuck if you buck or back that ass up. Nuck if you buck. Okay, now ladies or Jolly Ranch. Ooh, now later. Ooh, I had both of them like two days ago. Uh, <laughs> they are good, uh, but I like the texture of now and later more. Okay. Like you like let it like sit out in the sun and get some like gummy. I like that. Yeah, like I'm a now later girl. Uh, although I do like the Jolly Rancher gummies. Um, Keisha Cole or K Michelle. Keisha Cole. Good one. Good one. <laughs> Favorite Keisha Cole album or song? I love because it's just like over the top bitches it's just it's extra mine's is heaven sent oh yeah that's cute that was my fr- my first boyfriend that was his ringtone oh that's it's corny as fuck i know but i was so <laughs> alo- on, ringtone. I had, yes that was his ringtone <laughs> bitch i love that nigga or oh, i thought i did <laughs> ah, ah, shout out to him <laughs> Just don't call me anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that time has passed. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to tell. I'm not going to tell that story. I'm not going to be petty. Um, <laughs> Jocelyn or Cardi B? Cardi B. Okay. Um, loving hip hop, basketball wise or Real Housewives of Atlanta? I love hip hop. It's the least well acted. Okay. So it's the most entertaining. I love a confessional where they're just like blah 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 blah. Just and I told no that reason. bitch <laughs> with the claps. I told that bitch with just like a green screen background of any skyline. <laughs> <laughs> Bundles of wig, wigs because they could be snatched easier. Okay, all right. Amber Rose or Kim Kardashian? Uh, Amber Rose. Oh. Amber Rose. Okay. I like Kim Kardashian's business sense, but I like Amber Rose as a personality better. Yeah. I just don't like anything about Kim Kardashian. Um, ass implants or lipo? Your bird. Ass implants or lipo? <laughs> ass implants. Because, like, the bigger the ass, the smaller you look at the stomach. Like, you don't look at the stomach as much. So, like. Mm, that's true. Oh, I never thought. I, I was just getting ass implants because I wanted a fatter ass. But you got You got You strategic with your ass implants. Yeah. That's you. You a business. You a business. Oh, woman. I, I'm calculated. I told you. I'm always thinking. Like, what? How is the best I can present myself to get what I want? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where you getting your ass implants? Dr. Columbia. Dr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A real bird. A real bird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> baby fat. Okay, vintage bird. <laughs> baby fat apple bottoms or J Lo. Uh, House of Darian. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, that shit was trash. Um, it was so bad. Um, I wonder when 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 Beyonce looks back at her entirety of her career, is she gonna be? I feel like that's gonna be the one thing she gonna be like, that was a mistake. She gonna laugh every time, like what the? Fuck Even though all thinking? the girls was doing it, I feel like that probably be the one thing she'd be like, that was a mistake. I mean, look at any Destiny's Child picture before, like. That last but see, here's Tina the thing. was doing some weird shit. But see, the thing was here. See, people like to come for the Miss Tina, but Miss Tina outfits were they? They were like to me. They just made so much sense for that era. Like they weren't to me. They made they look with the era. I just think House of Darion was just <laughs> House of Darion was really not good. It wasn't. But to answer the question, baby, that. Okay. Yes. Kamor. Yes. Kamor. Yes. Kamor was. I love me a long neck cat. Yes. Kamor. <laughs> Bruh. Kamora. I'm so sad that she has her her legacy now has to be a part of Russell's. Uh, anyways. Um. 
Acrylic, regular manicure, or gel? Uh, gel. Okay. Okay. Your girls is all into gel now. Mm-hmm. Um, after hookup, Uber or Lyft? Whichever one is cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> As, for some reason, Uber has been cheaper in New York for me. Really? So. Lyft is always cheaper for me. Lyft has been so LA. expensive for me, and I don't know why. No, Lyft is always cheaper. Lately, it's like been it. like, yeah. I don't like it. But Uber, if I'm feeling like, if I'm feeling good about myself, Uber. If I'm like, ooh, I <laughs> If you gave Rosa Parks pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after, after I give Rosa Parks dick or Harry mm-hmm. Tubman dick or pussy, I... So question now. So now I gotta ask. So are you verse or no? T- I'm a top. I've only bought them maybe like four times in my life. Really? Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, at, least like, at least you've done it four times. The destination was great, but the journey was just like too much. <laughs> it was just so much breathing. Ah, I was like, ah. bitch, I'm finna. I'm lightheaded. I don't have time for this. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't. Mind I think it was the first. To- I think it was the first top we've ever had. <laughs> no, not the first. Like, but the first full top. I think. Yeah, I'm only, I only I only did it with one guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's not it's not something that I'm like I'll never do it again. It's just like with the amount of energy that I currently have, topping is just easier. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, <laughs> it's more convenient. First of all, Alex, Alex, so I don't know if you listen to Alex's episode, but Alex like he bottoms just out of pure laziness. So you're 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 topping out of laziness. Yeah, I love it. Uh- <laughs> it's just like less like pre and post work that's true <laughs> y'all got it easy yeah that's bottoms we gotta work hard that's why i'm a bottomist fuck y'all tops <laughs> um ig model or video fixing <sighs> ig model the video is just like not as popular as it used to be shade room or ball alert shade room okay I'm gonna stop asking this question. This is the last. Well, actually, I'm not because we just gonna end it with the season. But because everybody always picks the same person, Tiger or Safari. I'm trying to think of like, what am I judging them on? Because if it's dicks, Safari. Uh, mm. But you a but you a top, so <laughs> I don't care. I still appreciate a good dick. Mm. Oh yes, a word. I mean, I still have a mouth. You, you, you know what? Here's the thing, though. And I found, especially with Midwestern tops, they like to play that gender role shit, so they don't always like to suck dick. Oh, I fucking hate that. They have yeah, to go I, fix themselves. Yeah, pretty much. Um, no, I mean, I Lately, the niggas I've been fucking with have been sucking my dick, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Safari, I don't, I don't like Tiger that much. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Meh. Yeah. Meh, yeah. sorry. Plan B or prayer? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> uh, uh, plan B. God gave you a mind to make your own choices. Okay. All right. So we're about to, we're almost to the end. All right. So this is the zaddy of the week. This is one man who you feel like you will give your dick flowers to or your roses of dick. Um, that you just like or whatever. They could be a celebrity. They could be someone you know. They could be an IG crush. Whatever you want them to be, they can be. Um, like I like I want to say um, Michael B. Jordan, just because like I admire him as like an artist, mm-hmm. and I think he's very talented. Um, and also I would let him ravish me in yes. any way. 
Come on, Ravish. If he was like, you have to take this dick, I'd be like, I'm going to do a lot of breathing, but okay. <laughs> I feel like Michael's not that big, so I don't feel like he'll be breathing that. I don't think he's small, but I, I mean, think he's boyfriend it, dick material. I'm breathing hard if I'm pooping. It doesn't matter. My butt's sensitive. Ah, ah. <laughs> ah, ah. I am done. Come on, sensitive butt. It's very dainty and graceful. Um, yeah, it's just like a dancer. Mm-hmm. Private dancer, <laughs> dancer for money. Uh, uh, I'm, so uh, Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I like him. Okay. I'm going to go old school. I had to think about this one. Originally, it was going to be Shamar Moore because I saw a video of him recently. And I was like, Shamar Moore can still get it. Yeah, he is aged well. He is aged so well. And for a light-skinned nigga, he's I know. aged very well. Because, you know, some of them light-skins, I'll be sure... Yeah, ooh. Kid from Kid and Play. Oh my god, that looks so bad. Oh, yeah. Just looks like mm. old corn. Motherfucker, yeah. Just like But just Shamar apart. Moore, <laughs> yeah, he can still get this. Ooh. I would, I, and I feel like, you know what? What I And I've seen, because he had that new photo, even though it was like, it was flaccid, I was like, I can still tell he got some potential. Yeah. Um, I like when a last kid man's dick is dark. <laughs> it's just fun. And it was a little dark. Yeah, it was. I yeah. was like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. A little surprise. Yes. That's always a good surprise. Mm-hmm. Just like a curve is always a fun surprise. You're like, oh, yeah. what was I was expecting that. Like a Drake in the streets and he's a black ass nigga in the sheets. A key, a, a, a push the teeth in the sheets. <laughs> I mean, a Drake in the streets, a push the teeth in get the Get you mu- a man who could do both. <laughs> This is fun. We have fun. This is. I had a good time with you, Dwayne. I look. Um, okay, so next is the Bad Bitch Hall of Fame, which is one woman that you feel like just has just hasn't doesn't deserve, hasn't gotten her full due. Uh, Janelle Monet. Mm-hmm. I think that she's like kind of iconic, mm-hmm. and I think that like she should be bigger than what she is, and that's something that I hate that like pisses me off about white gay men. Where they just be like praising all these basic white bitches who come out with a pop song being icons. And I'm like, fuck you. Like Charlie XCX. Yeah, like who the fuck is, who the fuck, who the fuck is a bitch? I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. Bitch, I can't name a single song that she did. I don't care. And I don't care. I don't care. But I feel like she, she's somebody who should be. Like she should be like. Praised. But I feel like she's iconic in her own way. It just hasn't necessarily trans. Like I think she's like. As, like to me, Janelle Monae's brand is almost iconic at this point. I agree, but I feel like it took too long. Like fair, it always takes too long for black folks, and it's upsetting. It is so upsetting. A white girl can be iconic after one movie. I mean, I don't know how Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, like, I don't know why. What's this obsession with her? Like, she got some tracks that remind me of eighty songs that I like, and I'm like, okay, cool. But, but like, even like Winona Ryder. Uma Thurman, like bitches who did one one or two good things in their whole entire life, and they're still icons. Or they do like a trash ass movie, and they still get. It's somebody. No, Uma Uma is dope. That wasn't the best example, but she's still like if you take her career and put it like next to somebody like Angela Bassett, it's not on the same level. I understand how she does not have an Oscar, and it pisses me off every single day. Every day of my life, Every I'm just like, this is day. bullshit. Angela. Every time I even see, like, the real Tina Turner, I'm like, you know, you had a biopic that deserved all of the fucking awards, and they got none, because white yeah. people are racist. Yeah. Trash. <laughs> um, mine. 
is Regina King. Oh my God, I agree. I'm a yeah. Another person who does not. She does not. Regina don't get enough flowers. She doesn't. She's been getting more lately. But I just think there's something so authentic about her. Yes. And just so like, I feel like literally. I feel like I would just like we would sit down and she would tell me something. So like something that like I and I'm pretty self-aware, but she would just tell me something. I'd be like, ooh, I'm changing my whole life. She has like like a profit feel. Like she just seems like whatever she says just feels like grounded and like truth and like blackness. It just seems. Yeah, pretty much. Also, I want to take mine back okay? because I feel like you were right. I feel like Janelle has like a biggerness and I want to like give it to somebody who I feel like is less a well, you her. the two. Come on. Okay, okay. Two, two. And I want to give one to Regina Hall because I think she's fantastic. Like, she's fantastic. Regina actually has gotten, has been inducted into the Bad Bitch Hall of Fame. She's so good. Like, yeah. I rewatched Scary Movie and I'm like, oh, she's the best part of this entire franchise. Mm-hmm. Girl Strip, like, like, I love Tiffany Haddish, but like, Regina, like, car- like that was like, she carried that Regina movie. just... Regina's she's just dope. And she's fantastic. funny. She's just naturally funny. She's a great funny. actress. She's very funny. And I just feel like she should get like. But I feel like she's getting her just due now, too. It's like, I feel like both the Reginas are like now in the last year or so been getting what they deserve or last year or two. And I'm just like, finally. Should, yeah. But y'all should have been gotten. I know. Because you see like people like Jennifer Lawrence, who like has been nominated for oscar she has an oscar and she's done like a couple of good movies and i'm like what like how are these two women they're not even equal and, mm-hmm. and it makes me so mad because it's just it's ridiculous so yes regina hall she's perfect okay and I'll, i'm gonna do one more too mara okay. brock kill yeah i love black women they're my favorite right right <laughs> right and mara brock kill is like so love is is coming out on the same day the podcast is gonna come out and i'm so excited um, first of all, I love Mara and I love Salim. Salim, um, I just love them and I just love girlfriends. And shout out to Amber who had got me my girlfriend T-shirt, which everybody always raves about. And I'm always like, I'm not telling you where I got it from, bitch, because <laughs> you're not gonna be wearing my shit, <laughs> raggedy bitches. Mm-hmm. Always want, some, always want what I want. When I get a man, y'all gonna want that too. No, I'm joking. <laughs> probably though. Facts. Um, <laughs> but Mara is just dope, and I feel like Mara does like she keeps getting good. Th- she keeps getting things, but she just doesn't get enough. And um, t- it's weird because today I told my friend I was like, "Just remember, you always are. You're all. You're always where you're supposed to be." And I was like, "I know that's such a simple phrase, and I know people have said it multiple times." But last year, me and Amber we went to Essence Fest, and we went to Mara's Brock Akil's like essence talk and first of all it was early as fuck but me and amber was like we ain't me amber dania sharice we were like we're not missing this we're not fucking jared like i don't know if jared was as excited but he came nonetheless but we were all like we're, we're gonna be here for this mar and mar was like you are where you're supposed to be just remember that and i was like yes and so even this this journey because it's been a lot and i'm finally i'm starting i'm finally i don't want to say i'm feeling like myself because i i don't want to say go back to what i was but i'm starting to feel good about life again i'm feeling like i'm on it like because it was oh bitch that that fall in the summer fall wasn't good fall wasn't good for me at all i'm so sorry it's okay Right. I mean, I came out of it. I'm healing. Growth. I'm good. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm healing, and yeah. I think that's good. Like I'm, I'm literally 
getting through all the bullshit of 32 years of bullshit I don't, and that and is i'm at the, still at the very beginning mm-hmm. but i think i'm finally like getting okay with it yeah so anyways mara brock and kill so as always we ended with good bussy vibes which is one quote or um something usually something i see on instagram because i'm a basic bitch because i don't really be like just looking for codes <laughs> uh, 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 mm. so the quote is you're never going to be 100 percent ready and it's never going to be just the right time but that's the point it means that every moment is also the right moment if you want it you have to do it so i say that to say that um a it's been about a little over a year since I started the Eat Break Thought podcast and blog. And um, I remember I was like this very deep, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But I, so the thing that kept coming to me is like, I want to tell stories. I want to tell stories. I want to tell stories. I didn't know what the fuck that looked like. So I was like, I'm just going to start a blog. And then it became, I'm going to start a podcast. And I've just kind of done it. Um, and everybody is like, what the fuck are you doing? You're a publicist. And I'm like, I know, but I, I, I I, I see more for me. I see this is like, this is my real passion. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And I done it. So, and and I was, I'm a, I still am a successful publicist. <laughs> <laughs> I got many styles and rhymes, bitch. <laughs> but nonetheless, so to all my girls, all my thoughts who are listening to the podcast, just do it. Let let me be your witness. Let Dwayne be your witness. Oh my God, I Cause he, agree. Right? I moved to New York. Uh, I was like, okay, I'm gonna move to New York from January to the end of my sublet at in May. Mm-hmm. I moved, and I was like, I'm gonna do stand up, but I'm only gonna do the most and like important cool shows that I could think of mm-hmm. to like circumvent all the bullshit that I'm not doing. And I was like, and I'm I'm gonna get a writing job, and I'm gonna get like certain accolades. Mm-hmm. And so far, it has all worked out exactly the way that I planned it. So I'm feeling invincible. So yeah. just do it. Me too. <laughs> I'm feeling too. I'm like, bitch, nothing is going like Bussies Unite. I, I feel unstoppable. Yes, and you are unstoppable. Thank you. So are you. Thanks, the way I like you. <laughs> Thank you. I love you too. I'm so glad Amber and Alex suggested you. No, and it only took three hours because they were late. <laughs> I'm kidding. I really didn't care. I was high as shit outside. <laughs> you were Listening high to Beyonce. Like- it was great. Well, and Jay Z, he's on that album too. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no it was it's a good album i didn't like it the first listen but the second listen i was like yes it's but, a mood for sure yeah it's a mood um so anything you would like to promote before you we leave oh yeah my manager said that instagram followers matter now <laughs> so uh y'all should follow me on instagram and twitter because uh, like i'm trying to be famous so my twitter is at Dwayne perkins that's d-e-w-a-y-n-e perkins and then my Instagram is Dwayne K Perkins. It's spelled the same way. It's just a K in between Dwayne and Perkins. Okay. Come yeah. on, Instagram followers. Guess me up, y'all. Yes, <laughs> yes. Follow him. He funny. Oh, he yeah. real funny. Yeah, I got some comedy. And, and shit he cute. On there. And you and you handsome. Thank you. Yes. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I grew my hair up. I'm trying something new. Yeah. Mm. It's, it was working for you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. D- just d- don't do too much more than this though no, I'm joking, joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Yes, I'm joking. drag me sis <laughs> drag me for filth <laughs> alright thank y'all as always keep your bussies tight um do your kegels um just continue to believe that I am going to get some dick and some love I'm going to get the pairing soon all my thoughts who listen to the show I need y'all to believe with me so this dick and this love can come together faster because I've it's been a long time. I've waited long enough. 
Anyways, love you all. Thanks. Bye. Mwah, mwah, mwah.